11. The bow of the walnut which is only hit and beaten when it has brought to perfection. The insertion of the leaves 412, 419, 412. Of the insertion of the branches on plants, such as the growth of the ramification of plants is on their principal branches, so is that of the leaves on the shoots of the same plant. These leaves have footnote 6, quattro modi four modes. Only three are described in the text. The fourth is only suggested by a sketch. This passage occurs in Manzi's edition of the Tratado, page 399. But without the sketches and the text is mutilated in an important part. The whole passage has been commented on, from Manzi's version, in part I of the Nuovo Giornale Botnico Italiano, by Professor G. Uziaeli Florence 1869, volume I. remarks as to the four modes, Leonardo, come aside in Nelmini sententi di solo ter e simply, questa ed altra inesitezo fano desiderare, essia e seminato di nuovo il manuscrito Vaticano. This has since been done by Deep Nap of Tubingen and his accurate copy has been published by H. Ludwig, the painter. The passage in question occurs in his edition as number 833, and there also the drawings are wanting. The space for them has been left vacant, but in the Vatican copy Niente has been written on the margin, and in it, as well as in Ludwig's and Manzi's edition, the text is mutilated, for modes of growing one above another. The first, which is the most general, is that the sixth always originates over the sixth below footnote 8, La Sesta di Sato. Disposes Ioni 25015. Leonardo Osservo Probabilmente Soltanto Lo Prima, UZL. The second is that two third ones above or over the two third ones below footnote 10, Ters di Sato, Intenda Chi Senza Dubia Parlare di Foli di Cassate. In Coiel Ters over the Cello e nel Piano del Primo, UZILI. And the third way is that the third above is over the third below. 413. A description of the elm. The ramification of the elm has the largest branch at the top. The first and the last but one are smaller. When the main trunk is straight, the space between the insertion of one leaf to the rest is half the extreme length of the leaf or somewhat less. For the leaves are at an interval which is about the third of the width of the leaf. The elm has more leaves near the top of the boughs than at the base and the broad surface of the leaves varies little as to angle and aspect. Footnote, see place XXVII. Number 3. Above the sketch and close under the number of the page is the word Almu Elm. 414. In the walnut tree the leaves which are distributed on the shoots of this year are further apart from each other and more numerous in proportion as the branch from which this shoot springs is a young one, and they are inserted more closely and less in number when the shoot that bears them springs from an old branch. Its fruits are born at the ends of the shoots, and its largest boughs are the lowest on the boughs they spring from, and this arises from the weight of its sap which is more apt to descend than to rise, and consequently the branches which spring from them and rise towards the sky are small and slender, and when the shoot turns towards the sky its leaves spread out from it at an angle with an equal distribution of their tips, and if the shoot turns to the horizon, the leaves lie flat, and this arises from the fact that leaves without exception, turn their underside to the earth. The shoots are smaller in proportion as they spring nearer to the base of the bough they spring from. 415. Of the insertion of the leaves on the branches. The thickness of a branch never diminishes within the space between one leaf and the next excepting by so much as the thickness of the bud which is above the leaf and this thickness is taken off from the branch above the node as far as the next leaf. Nature has so placed the leaves of the latest shoots of many plants that the sixth leaf is always above the first, and so on in succession. 
if the rule is not accidentally interfered with, and this occurs for two useful ends in the plant, first that as the shoot and the fruit of the following year spring from the bud or eye which lies above and in close contact with the insertion of the leaf in the axil, the water which falls upon the shoot can run down to nourish the bud, by the drop being caught in the hollow axil at the insertion of the leaf. And the second advantage island that as these shoots develop in the following year one will not cover the next below. Since the five come forth on five different sides, and the sixth which is above the first is at some distance. 416. Of the ramifications of trees and their foliage. The ramifications of any tree, such as the elm, are wide and slender after the manner of a hand with spread fingers, foreshortened, and these are seen in the distribution thus, the lower portions are seen from above, and those that are above are seen from below, and those in the middle, some from below and some from above. The upper part is the extreme top of this ramification and the middle portion is more foreshortened than any other of those which are turned with their tips towards you. And of those parts of the middle of the height of the tree, the longest will be towards the top of the tree and will produce a ramification like the foliage of the common willow, which grows on the banks of rivers. Other ramifications are spherical, as those of such trees as put forth their shoots and leaves in the order of the sixth being placed above the first. Others are thin and light like the willow and others. 417. You will see in the lower branches of the elder, which puts forth leaves to and two placed crosswise at right angles one above another, that if the stem rises straight up towards the sky this order never fails, and its largest leaves are on the thickest part of the stem and the smallest on the slenderest part, that is towards the top. But, to return to the lower branches, I say that the leaves on these are placed on them crosswise like those on the upper branches, and as, by the law of all leaves, they are compelled to turn their upper surface towards the sky to catch the dew at night, it is necessary that those so placed should twist round and no longer form a cross. 418. A leaf always turns its upper side towards the sky so that it may the better receive, on all its surface, the dew which drops gently from the atmosphere. And these leaves are so distributed on the plant as that one shall cover the other as little as possible, but shall lie alternately one above another as may be seen in the ivy which covers the walls. And this alternation serves to ends, that island to leave intervals by which the air and sun may penetrate between them. The second reason is that the drops which fall from the first leaf may fall onto the fourth or in other trees onto the sixth. 419. Every shoot and every fruit is produced above the insertion in the axle of its leaf which serves it as a mother, giving it water from the rain and moisture from the dew which falls at night from above, and often it protects them against the too great heat of the rays of the sun daylight on branches and leaves 4 to 0, 4 to 2, 420. That part of the body will be most illuminated which is hit by the luminous ray coming between right angles. 421. Young plants have more transparent leaves and a more lustrous bark than old ones, and particularly the walnut is lighter colored in May than in September. 422. Of the accidents of coloring in trees. The accidents of color in the foliage of trees are four, that is, shadow, light, luster reflected light and transparency. Of the visibility of these accidents. These accidents of color in the foliage of trees become confused at a great distance and that which has most breadth whether light or shade and see, will be most conspicuous, the proportions of light and shade in a leaf 4 to 3, 4 to 6, 423, of the shadows of a leaf, sometimes a leaf has three accidents of light that is, shade, luster reflected light and transparency transmitted light, thus, 
If the light were as regards the leaf, and the eye it, it would see in full light, in shadow and transparent. 424. A leaf with a concave surface seen from the underside and upside down will sometimes show itself as half in shade, and half transparent. Thus, if OP is the leaf and the light and the eye, this will see in shadow because the light does not fall upon it between equal angles, neither on the upper nor the underside, and is lighted on the upper side and the light is transmitted to its underside. 425. Although those leaves which have a polished surface are to a great extent of the same color on the right side and on the reverse, it may happen that the side which is turned towards the atmosphere will have something of the color of the atmosphere, and it will seem to have more of this color of the atmosphere in proportion as the eye is nearer to it and sees it more foreshortened, and, without exception the shadows show as darker on the upper side than on the lower, from the contrast offered by the highlights which limit the shadows, the underside of the leaf. Although its color may be in itself the same as that of the upper side, shows a still finer color a color that is green verging on yellow and this happens when the leaf is placed between 426, the eye and the light which falls upon it from the opposite side, and its shadows are in the same positions as those were of the opposite side. Therefore, O painter, when you do trees close at hand, remember that if the eye is almost under the tree you will see its leaves some on the upper and some on the underside and the upper side will be bluer in proportion as they are seen more foreshortened, and the same leaf sometimes shows part of the right side and part of the underside, whence you must make it of two colors, of the transparency of leaves 427, 429, 427, the shadows in transparent leaves seen from the underside are the same shadows as there are on the right side of this leaf, they will show through to the underside together with lights, but the luster reflected light can never show through, 428. When one green has another green behind it, the luster on the leaves and their transparent lights show more strongly than in those which are seen against the brightness of the atmosphere. And if the sun illuminates the leaves without their coming between it and the eye and without the eye facing the sun day then the reflected lights and the transparent lights are very strong. It is very effective to show some branches which are low down and dark and so set off the illuminated greens which are at some distance from the dark greens seen below that part is darkest which is nearest to the eye or which is farthest from the luminous atmosphere. 429. Never paint leaves transparent to the Sunday because they are confused, and this is because on the transparency of one leaf will be seen the shadow of another leaf which is above it. This shadow has a distinct outline and a certain depth of shade and sometimes is as much as half or a third of the leaf which is shaded, and consequently such an arrangement is very confused and the imitation of it should be avoided. The light shines least through a leaf when it falls upon it at an acute angle. The gradations of shade and color in leaves 430-434-430. The shadows of plants are never black. For where the atmosphere penetrates there can never be utter darkness. 431. If the light comes from and the eye is at the eye will see the color of the leaves be all affected by the color of that is of the atmosphere, and BC will be seen from the underside as transparent with a beautiful green color verging on yellow. If is the luminous body lighting up the leaf all the eyes that see the underside of this leaf will see it of a beautiful light green, being transparent. In very many cases the positions of the leaves will be without shadow or in full light, and their underside will be transparent and the right side lustrous reflecting light. 432. The willow and other similar trees, which have their boughs locked every three or four years, put forth very straight branches 
and their shadow is about the middle where these boughs spring, and towards the extreme ends they cast but little shade from having small leaves and few and slender branches. Hence the boughs which rise towards the sky will have but little shade and little relief, and the branches which are at an angle from the horizon, downwards, spring from the dark part of the shadow and grow thinner by degrees up to their ends, and these will be in strong relief, being in gradations of light against a background of shadow. That tree will have the least shadow which has the fewest branches and few leaves. 433. Of dark leaves in front of transparent ones. When the leaves are interposed between the light and the eye, then that which is nearest to the eye will be the darkest, and the most distant will be the lightest, not being seen against the atmosphere, and this is seen in the leaves which are away from the center of the tree, that is towards the light. 434. Of the lights on dark leaves, the lights on such leaves which are darkest, will be most near to the color of the atmosphere that is reflected in them. And the cause of this is that the light on the illuminated portion mingles with the dark hue to compose a blue color, and this light is produced by the blueness of the atmosphere which is reflected in the smooth surface of these leaves and adds to the blue hue, which this light usually produces when it falls on dark objects, of the lights on leaves of a yellowish green, but leaves of a green verging on yellow when they reflect the atmosphere do not produce a reflection verging on blue inasmuch as everything which appears in a mirror takes some color from that mirror. Hence the blue of the atmosphere being reflected in the yellow of the leaf appears green, because blue and yellow mixed together make a very fine green color. Therefore the luster of light leaves verging on yellow will be greenish yellow, a classification of trees according to their colors. 435. The trees in a landscape are of various kinds of green, inasmuch as some verge towards blackness, as firs, pines, cypresses, laurels, box and the like, some tend to yellow such as walnuts, and pears, vines and verdure, some are both yellowish and dark as chestnuts, holm oak, some turn red in autumn as the service tree, pomegranate, vine, and cherry, and some are whitish as the willow, olive, reeds and the like, trees are of various forms, the proportions of light and shade in trees 436-440-436 of a generally distributed light as lighting up trees, that part of the trees will be seen to lie in the least dark shadow which is farthest from the earth, to prove it let a P be the tree, and B see the illuminated hemisphere the sky, the under portion of the tree faces the earth PC that is on the side, and it faces a small part of the hemisphere at CD but the highest part of the convexity faces the greatest part of the hemisphere, that is BC. For this reason and because it does not face the darkness of the earth it is in fuller light. But if the tree has dense foliage, as the laurel, arbutus, box or holm oak, it will be different, because, although does not face the earth, it faces the dark green of the leaves cut up by many shadows, and this darkness is reflected onto the undersides of the leaves immediately above. Thus these trees have their darkest shadows nearest to the middle of the tree. 437 of the shadows of verdure, the shadows of verdure are always somewhat blue, and so is every shadow of every object, and they assume this hue more in proportion as they are remote from the eye, and less in proportion as they are nearer, the leaves which reflect the blue of the atmosphere always present themselves to the eye edgewise, of the illuminated part of verdure and of mountains, the illuminated portion, at a great distance, will appear most nearly of its natural color where the strongest light falls upon it. 438. Of trees that are lighted by the sun and by the atmosphere, 
in trees that are illuminated both by the sun and the atmosphere and that have leaves of a dark color, one side will be illuminated by the atmosphere only and in consequence of this light will tend to blueness, while on the other side they will be illuminated by the atmosphere and the sun, and the side which the eye sees illuminated by the sun will reflect light. 439. Of depicting a forest scene. The trees and plants which are most thickly branched with slender branches ought to have less dark shadow than those trees and plants which, having broader leaves, will cast more shadow. 440. On painting. In the position of the eye which sees that portion of a tree illuminated which turns towards the light, one tree will never be seen to be illuminated equally with the other. To prove this, let the eye be which sees the two trees be do which are illuminated by the sun. I say that this I will not see the light in the same proportion to the shade, in one tree as in the other, because, the tree which is nearest to the sun will display so much the stronger shadow than the more distant one, in proportion as one tree is nearer to the rays of the sun that converge to the eye than the other, and see, you see that the eye sees nothing of the tree but shadow, while the same eye sees the tree half in light and half in shade, when a tree is seen from below. The eye sees the top of it as placed within the circle made by its boughs. Remember, O painter, that the variety of depth of shade in any one particular species of tree is in proportion to the rarity or density of their branches. Footnote, the two lower sketches on the left of plural XXVII. Number 3. Refer to lines 21-23. The upper sketch has apparently been effaced by Leonardo himself. The distribution of light and shade with reference to the position of the spectator 441, 443, 441. The shadows of trees placed in a landscape do not display themselves in the same position in the trees on the right hand and those on the left, still more so if the sun is to the right or left. As is proved by the fourth which says, opaque bodies placed between the light and the eye display themselves entirely in shadow, and by the fifth, the eye when placed between the opaque body and the light sees the opaque body entirely illuminated, and by the sixth, when the eye and the opaque body are placed between darkness and light, it will be seen half in shadow and half in light. Footnote, see the figure on the right hand side of place XXVII. Number 3. The first five lines of the text are written below the diagram and above it are the last eight lines of the text, given as number 461, 442 of the herbs of the field, of the plants which take a shadow from the plants which spring among them. Those which are on this side in front of the shadow have the stems lighted up on a background of shadow, and the plants on which the shadows fall have their stems dark on a light background, that is on the background beyond the shadow, of trees which are between the eye and the light. Of the trees which are between the eye and the light the part in front will be light, but this light will be broken by the ramifications of transparent leaves being seen from the underside and lustrous leaves being seen from the upper side, and the background below and behind will be dark green, being in shadow from the front portion of the said tree. This occurs in trees placed above the eye. 443. From whence to depict a landscape Landscapes should be represented so that the trees may be half in light and half in shadow, but it is better to do them when the sun is covered with clouds for then the trees are lighted by the general light of the sky, and the general darkness of the earth, and then they are darkest in certain parts in proportion as those parts are nearest to the middle of the tree and to the earth. The effects of morning light 444, 448, 444, of trees to the south. When the sun is in the east the trees to the south and to the north have almost as much light as shadow, 
but a greater share of light in proportion as they lie to the west and a greater share of shadow in proportion as they lie to the east. Of meadows. If the sun is in the east the verdure of the meadows and of other small plants is of the most beautiful green from being transparent to the sun, this does not occur in the meadows to the west, and in those to the south and north the grass is of a moderately brilliant green. 445. Of the four points of the compass in landscapes. When the sun is in the east all the portions of plants lighted by it are of the most lively verdure, and this happens because the leaves lighted by the sun within the half of the horizon that is the eastern half, are transparent, and within the western semicircle the verdure is of a dull hue and the moist air is derbied and of the color of gray ashes, not being transparent like that in the east, which is quite clear and all the more so in proportion as it is moister. The shadows of the trees to the east cover a large portion of them and are darker in proportion as the foliage of the trees is thicker. 446. Of trees in the east. When the sun is in the east the trees seen towards the east will have the light which surrounds them all round their shadows, excepting on the side towards the earth, unless the tree has been pruned below in the past year, and the trees to the south and north will be half in shade and half in light and more or less in shade or in light in proportion as they are more or less to the east or to the west. The position of the eye above or below varies the shadows and lights in trees, inasmuch as the eye placed above sees the tree with the little shadow, and the eye placed below with a great deal of shadow. The color of the green in plants varies as much as their species. 447. Of the shadows in trees, the sun being in the east to the right. The trees to the west or left of the eye will show in small relief and almost imperceptible gradations, because the atmosphere which lies between the eye and those trees is very dense. Footnote 7, Parla 7 AD Questo. This possibly referred to something written on the seventh page of this notebook marked. Unfortunately it has been cut out and lost. See the seventh of this and they have no shade, for though shadow exists in every detail of the ramification. It results that the images of the shade and light that reach the eye are confused and mingled together and cannot be perceived on account of their minuteness, and the principal lights are in the middle of the trees, and the shadows towards the edges, and their separation is shown by the shadows of the intervals between the trees, but when the forests are thick with trees the thin edges are but little seen. 448. Of Trees to the East. When the sun is in the east the trees are darker towards the middle while their edges are light. The effects of midday light. 449. Objects in high light show but little, but between light and shadow they stand out well. To represent a landscape choose that the sun shall be at noon and look towards the west or east and then draw. And if you turn towards the north, every object placed on that side will have no shadow, particularly those which are nearest to the direction of the shadow of your head. And if you turn towards the south every object on that side will be wholly in shadow. All the trees which are towards the sun and have the atmosphere for their background are dark, and the other trees which lie against that darkness will be black very dark in the middle and lighter towards the edges. The appearance of trees in the distance 450, 451, 450, of the spaces showing the sky and trees themselves, the spaces between the parts in the mass of trees, and the spaces between the trees in the air, are, at great distances, invisible to the eye, for, where it is an effort even to see the whole it is most difficult to discern the parts, but a confused mixture is the result, partaking chiefly of the hue which predominates. The spaces between the leaves consist of particles of illuminated air which are very much smaller than the tree and are lost sight of sooner than the tree, but it does not therefore follow that they are not there. Hence, necessarily, 
a compounded effect is produced of the sky and of the shadows of the tree and shade, which both together strike the eye which sees them, of trees which conceal these spaces in one another, that part of a tree will show the fewest spaces, behind which a large number of trees are standing between the tree and the air sky, thus in the tree the spaces are not concealed nor in as there is no tree behind, but in only half shows the spaces filled up by the tree, and part of the tree is filled up by the tree and a little farther on all the spaces in the mass of the trees are lost, and only that at the side remains, 451, of trees, what outlines are seen in trees at a distance against the sky which serves as their background, the outlines of the ramification of trees, where they lie against the illuminated sky, display a form which more nearly approaches the spherical on proportion as they are remote, and the nearer they are the less they appear in this spherical form, as in the first tree which, being near to the eye, displays the true form of its ramification, but this shows less in and is altogether lost in, where not merely the branches of the tree cannot be seen but the whole tree is distinguished with difficulty, every object in shadow, of whatever form it may be, at a great distance appears to be spherical, and this occurs because, if it is a square body, at a very short distance it loses its angles, and a little farther off it loses still more of its smaller sides which remain, and thus before the whole is lost to sight the parts are lost, being smaller than the whole, as a man, who in such a distant position loses his legs, arms and head before the mass of his body, then the outlines of length are lost before those of breadth, and where they have become equal it would be a square if the angles remained, but as they are lost it is round, the cast shadow of trees 452, 453, 452, the image of the shadow of any object of uniform breadth can never be exactly the same as that of the body which casts it, light and shade on groups of trees 453, 457, 453, all trees seen against the sun are dark towards the middle and this shadow will be of the shape of the tree when apart from others, the shadows cast by trees on which the sun shines are as dark as those of the middle of the tree, the shadow cast by a tree is never less than the mass of the tree but becomes taller in proportion as the spot on which it falls, slopes towards the center of the world, the shadow will be densest in the middle of the tree when the tree has the fewest branches, footnote, the three diagrams which accompany this text are placed, in the original, before line 711, at the spots marked Leonardo wrote Albero tree, at is the word soul Sunday at seam on a mountain at Dipiano plain and at Isima summit, every branch participates of the central shadow of every other branch and consequently of that of the whole tree, the form of any shadow from a branch or tree is circumscribed by the light which falls from the side whence the light comes, and this illumination gives the shape of the shadow, and this may be of the distance of a mile from the side where the sun is, if it happens that a cloud should anywhere overshadow some part of a hill the shadow of the trees there will change less than in the plains, for these trees on the hills have their branches thicker, because they grow less high each year than in the plains, therefore as these branches are dark by nature and being so full of shade, the shadow of the clouds cannot darken them any more, but the open spaces between the trees, which have no strong shadow change very much in tone and particularly those which vary from green, that is ploughed lands or fallen mountains or barren lands or rocks, where the trees are against the atmosphere they appear all the same color if indeed they are not very close together or very thickly covered with leaves like the fir and similar trees, when you see the trees from the side from which the sun lights them, you will see them almost all of the same tone, and the shadows in them will be hidden by the leaves in the light, 
which come between your eye and those shadows, trees at a short distance. Footnote 29, the heading Albarivacini trees at a short distance is in the original manuscript written in the margin, when the trees are situated between the sun and the eye, beyond the shadow which spreads from their center, the green of their leaves will be seen transparent, but this transparency will be broken in many places by the leaves and boughs in shadow which will come between you and them, or, in their upper portions, they will be accompanied by many lights reflected from the leaves, 454. The trees of the landscape stand out but little from each other, because their illuminated portions come against the illuminated portions of those beyond and differ little from them in light and shade. 455. Of trees seen from below and against the light, one beyond the other and near together, the topmost part of the first will be in great part transparent and light, and will stand out against the dark portion of the second tree, and thus it will be with all in succession that are placed under the same conditions. Let be the light, and the eye, see the and the first tree, abc see the second, then I say that, the eye, will see the portion cf in great part transparent and lighted by the light which falls upon it from the opposite side, and it will see it, on a dark ground bc because that is the dark part and shadow of the tree abc, but if the eye is placed at it will see op dark on the light background ng, of the transparent and shadowy parts of trees, that which is nearest to you is the darkest, 456. That part of a tree which has shadow for background, is all of one tone, and wherever the trees or branches are thickest they will be darkest, because there are no little intervals of air, but where the boughs lie against a background of other boughs, the brighter parts are seen lightest and the leaves lustrous from the sunlight falling on them. 457. In the composition of leafy trees be careful not to repeat too often the same color of one tree against the same color of another behind it, but vary it with a lighter, or a darker, or a stronger green. On the treatment of light for landscapes 458, 464, 458, the landscape has a finer azure tone W.